this is the Bad Dad Show with Andy Goodson, and it is, I don't even know what the date is, August the 21st, so I'm a day late because yesterday was just not going to work. We have kids. We have kids, and we have other problems. I have uh, problems with gas, and that really took up most of my night last night, and we'll talk about that later. But tonight, I have a special guest. (laughs) <laughs> and this is going to go so much better with guests. I'm so excited. It is the hottest woman I've ever met. And uh, I'm lucky enough to live in the same house with her and make babies with her and eat her cooking and roll my eyes at all of the weird things that she says and watch her roll her eyes at all the weird things that I say. Uh should we change names to protect the innocent, or are you just going to be Michelle Goodson? Oh, I guess I'll just be Michelle. Oh, man. I think I might have just killed you. Anyway, so we talk about the four F's of a good life, or at least that's what they are in my opinion. Faith, family, fun, and Fords. Uh, if you've ever seen me, you might think my fourth F was food, so I may have to add a fifth F to the formula of a great life and just add food there. Cause well, I, I did just, say French fries earlier when I couldn't <laughs> remember what the fourth F was. <laughs> yeah. French fries are pretty good, especially if they have, uh, what did I have this weekend? Philly steak fries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You need to try that. Well, we're going to get right into it. Not going to record a different segment as an intro. We're just going to go with it because we've got a lot to talk about. The first F that we talk about here is faith. And we have a couple of different things to talk about. And I will let you go first if you want. Okay. So the first thing we're going to talk about, um, my cousin and her husband had um, her husband was involved in a terrible accident and was in the hospital. A couple of surgeries. Can we just say they've had a really bad couple of weeks? Yeah. One one might say they've had a bad couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so we, well, I know me, I think we um, have pretty much been praying nonstop for them. It's all we can think about. Um, It's just been so heavy on our hearts. My cousin, after this accident or before this accident, during this accident. Anyway, she was due to have their first baby about the same time that this accident happened. Um, And she went two weeks and two days past her due date. Um, But the last three days were pretty much labor days. Um, So that's like the longest labor ever. Yeah, I think Aunt Lisa said 59 hours of labor. So that kid's going to be hearing about that for the rest of his life. Oh, yeah. You ungrateful little turd! I was in labor for 59 hours! Lizzie so. will never say that to him. Mm, I don't know. We've said things to our kids. We said we'd never say to our kids. So. But I've never, well, I didn't have long labors. <laughs> I've never claimed them for my labors, but I didn't have long labors. Yeah. I don't, but anyway, um, that's the, the whole story there, though, is the miracles that have come out of it. I mean, it's really been. God answering prayers and stories. I mean, it's just unbelievable how God has acted. Um, I mean, there was a, at least one day there where we weren't sure the baby was going to have a daddy mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. it was touch and go. 
And then we weren't sure that she was ever going to let the baby go. And then when she decided when daddy could come home, mm-hmm. uh, which he did within was it a week or 10 days that he had his surgery, they ins- they put plates in behind his ribs to mm-hmm. to just make it where he could breathe. And then all of a sudden he just seemed to kind of snap out of everything. They sent him home. He has broken vertebrae. Uh, one in his neck, one in his back, six broken ribs, a busted hip, hip mm-hmm. and he's skull. yeah, he's at home walking around on a cane all of a sudden, and we thought he wasn't going to be walking anywhere for at least a day. Um, and then she decided it was time to have the baby, and then the baby didn't really want to come. Baby changed so, his mind. So they've had kind of a roller coaster couple of weeks, but. We've had, we have been praying. Uh, we've been encouraging and asking all of our friends and family and strangers to pray for them. People they don't even know, people they'll probably never meet. And uh, I think we can say we've seen a miracle or two happen in the last two to three weeks. So that has been very exciting. Um, what else is going on in your faith life? Um. Well, my accountability group is back going, um, meeting pretty regularly. And so that helps me feel better in general. Um, and then we heard a really interesting sermon this weekend at church that was unexpected for sure. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, I've probably read that story, I don't know, half a dozen times in my life and it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, I've read it as part of the great story of, I mean, in second Samuel reading through all the stuff with David and all of his adventures, but I've never pinpointed this story out as a story of its own. Uh, It seems like a commercial in the middle of a, in the middle of a show. And what we're talking about is second Samuel, chapter 2, and I believe it was 18 through 32 that the pastor read, Um, and it's the story of Abner and Asahel, and so, I mean, when you read it in the Bible, it's like an old guy's running, a young guy's chasing after him, trying to kill him. Uh, the, The old guy who's Abner says, you know, turn away. I don't want to kill you. I don't want to kill you. Uh, go back and live to fight another day. And the younger guy continues to chase him. And then the old guy kills him. And it, it's about, well, 18 through 32. That's what, 14 verses. Did I do my math right? Something like that. Very short. And then it's like you, it seems like you never hear from either of these two again. So, but the pastor's, the the preacher's explanation of it was really good. And I I don't, you know, I don't know if that's what the Bible was getting at when, when it was included in the stories, but um, he kind of explained it as uh, experience trumps zeal or, I mean, would that be pretty much the the moral of the story is that um, our youthful tendencies tend to get us in trouble because we're hasty and we're in a hurry and we 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 want the the glory and all this sort of stuff where um, the guy who's experienced has been through all of it and just knows how to take care of himself and 
yeah. pretty. But I would, I've read, like I said, I've probably read it half a dozen times and I never probably would have gotten that out of it. It was just, oh, an old guy killed a young guy with the blunt port of his spear because they were running in the woods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was really, I mean, it was really interesting that the we were at, visiting a different church and um, they were doing a whole sermon series on stories uh, of the Old hero, Testament, heroes, heroes of, of the, the Bible, old, yeah. of the Bible or of the Old Testament. Um, but what was really cool, I went, I did take it. They had in the pew, they had printed off the scriptures for the entire sermon series and put them in the pews on like cardstock. And it said on there to feel free to take this with you if you want to read more or to, if you miss a week or whatever. And so I did take it cause I was kind of intrigued since I didn't really ever think about that story being a sermon, you know, being worthy right. of a sermon. <laughs> right. I wanted to take the whole thing and kind of look through it and see what else was in there that maybe i had read over and not ever really thought about. Yeah, I, I agree. It was an interesting take on it. And I think it was probably the right take on it. It just that I, I like it when a new person preaches to me and they look at things a different way than, than I've looked at them the last 400 times I've looked at something. I, I love to actually learn something when I go to church. Um, Speaking of which, we haven't really, we didn't really talk about this, but um, we have an, I think we have an kind of an interesting faith story that maybe we should tell while we're here, um, or a faith history, perhaps. Um, we've been married for what six years now, eight, <laughs> a lot longer than 30 that. years, not quite I don't that know long, <laughs> how, so 17 years almost is, is our actual date and uh, we have what some might consider a um, different background perhaps yeah. <laughs> I grew up um, in the Church of Christ in a really small town um, in South Arkansas and you grew up what Catholic Catholic so um, we decided that neither of us was really going to um, would you say join the other team? So we decided to just join a completely different team and we ended up as United Methodists. And I think we have really enjoyed our time there. And uh, maybe in a, another episode, you can come back and we can talk about our outlooks on marriage. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a quick break to uh, organize our thoughts and we'll move on to the next F, which is family. Okay, that was ridiculous, but now we're back. Um, Sorry, I had to go get another glass of water and make sure all of our children were in bed, which brings us to family. Um, Our family consists of me, Beautiful you, and we have three awesome kids. Um, their names may or may not remain anonymous for now, but I have a story to tell about family, which to me is pretty hilarious. It made my mother, you might say, a little upset, but anyway, my cousin, we'll call her Hermione, um, 
was injured and had an experience with the hospital that lasted quite a long time and physical therapy. And they went to remove her, her boot the other day. And the lady behind the counter asked her to take a quick survey and, and asked her how her, uh, how she would rate her care, her what her boot on her foot. Okay. What did I say? You said that, but they may not have understood what you said because of the way you said it. So well, I was, I was, just I was trying to be vague, but okay. she broke her foot, broke okay. her leg, and then they removed her boot finally. Okay. Um, and they asked her to rate the quality of her care from one to ten. And my mother is sitting here thinking about how they've pampered her and taken very good care of her and waited on her hand and foot. And she and Hermione says, mm, let me think, I would say an eight, an eight out of ten. And of course, everybody, you know, she's the lady behind the counter is kind of taken aback and, oh, no, you know, what did we do? How, how did we how do we mess everything up? And my mother's like, you know, these people have taken such good care of you. How could you dare give them anything less than a 10? And she said, <laughs> she said, well, nobody but Jesus is perfect. <laughs> so she didn't feel right giving a 10 because only Jesus would rate a 10 out of 10, which... Um, it's kind of hard to argue with that logic, but I just thought that was quite hilarious. That's so pretty awesome. Hermione, you did a great job there. That made us all laugh. Um, the other thing, uh, that's going on in our family right now is my grandmother, Mama Sue. Oh, uh, oh I can't say that either. Mama, uh, Maggie McGonagall. Sue. Yeah. Uh, Mama McGonagall turned or is about to turn 90 her actual birthday is is in a couple of days but we traveled down to a long way away a long way away um down to the area of the slytherin uh the southwest arkansas <laughs> to um to visit with grandma mcgonagall and um had a great time we well, we sort of had a great time. Our trip was. Uh, well, let's say, can I just say that? Okay, so we're driving and we're driving through a pretty large city on our way down there Friday night. And usually driving through the city, I mean, it's not like a major metropolitan area, but it's a big city. Um, I don't know that it's a really big city. It's a really large town. I don't know. It's a big city. I would say it's a big city. It has more than we'll one high school. We'll go with big city. Yeah. Sure. It has more than one high school. That classifies it as something. It's Fort Smith, Arkansas, by the way, Stalkers. But we're um, not there anymore, so get over it. So we're driving through, and as we're coming down through the mountains from northwest Arkansas into Fort Smith area, I can see this storm over on the east. And do you remember I said, look at that storm building over there. It's so cool. That would be, no, it was it was coming from the east. But remember, I could see it when we were coming right, mm -hmm. right before we crossed over the Arkansas River. And yep. I even pointed out to the kids that you could see this storm kind of building. And it was real gray over there. And the lightning was flashing. And it was I thought it was really pretty. And then a couple miles later, the storm was upon us. 
and I pulled up the radar on my phone and we were under a special weather statement. I love those because it's not right. like just any kind of warning or a it's watch. Special weather. It's a special weather statement. Right. And it said that there was um, dime size hail, 60 mile an hour gusts concentrated between mile markers 8 and 11. And I look up as I'm reading this storm system description and we were coming into exits 8a and 8b right there heading up chronologically um and it was like we couldn't see the road in front of us we were going with 40 miles an hour maybe mm, not even i don't even think i was driving on an interstate fast. um i mean it was the storm was crazy we left so it's uh on average a five and a half six hour drive we left it takes us seven to eight, though. Yeah, we left here at right about 6 p.m. So we hit that at about 9 o'clock, I guess. Mm -hmm. It was dark. And we weren't, I was not having a very good night. I was not feeling very well anyway. And we showed up into that mess, and it just continued almost all the way home from there in some respect or another. So that part, we got in... At, right at midnight right at midnight yes sound right so that part of the trip was less than awesome but saturday we woke up we realized that the hotel room we were in was well it was a suite and our bed was often kind of a separate little room and it had no windows That's not open instead of it being six o'clock on saturday morning it was nine o'clock and we barely made it to breakfast which I consider that a huge accomplishment for a Saturday. I think I told everybody that all of us slept until, or at least you and I slept until nine because that never happens on a Saturday. Never. So we kind of just, what did we do? We did much of nothing, nothing. pretty much. We went um, to eat at the infamous restaurant. Mm -hmm. Yes, we did. And that's where I introduced my, um, gastric system to <laughs> chili, no philly cheese steak fries. fries which if you've not tried those or haven't had the opportunity to try those if you do i say it's it's worth it it's philly cheese steak on french fries with no bread pretty much so i laid around and read almost a whole book this weekend which was fantastic and you and allison swam in the really cold pool mm. Yeah, it was really cold from all the rain the night before. Then I woke up Sunday morning and the water was green. Gross. That green. was awesome. Yeah. Um, so we get to the party in that evening. And I don't know how many people showed up for somebody Mama asked, McGonagall's party. Somebody asked on Sunday and I heard people t saying 50 to 70. I'm a terrible I would probably agree with that. There yeah. were lots of people there. And she was all dressed up when her queenly garb and had her crown on and proceed or not not proceeded yeah proceeded over the the crowd it was very good she had lots of good visitors and good food and um overall all, Some all people had good very good well yeah you weren't very good at ordering me around and telling me what you wanted but you got some of my good food which I was did. fried catfish so only in the South do we really know how to make fried catfish, <clears throat> which is another show completely. Um, 
So that that really worked out well. And then after the birthday party, we were all kind of herded out across the street like a small lot of cattle to do some family pictures at, at the old square across the street, which was fun and interesting. Um, and so that was the first session of family pictures we've had. So that was Saturday. We went home, went back to bed, overslept again, barely made it to church Sunday to hear about Abner and Asahel. And then we left church and then we went to have lunch with my nephew and my niece and their family. That was a lot of fun. That was fun. They have younger kids than ours, but our kids are somehow amazing with little kids. And yeah. uh, that was that was a fun meal. Totally yeah. chaotic, but fun. Totally. Um, then we went for a second session of family photographs at the park, which was, again, chaos and destruction and all sorts of good stuff, but it was fun. We got to see family we don't get to see very often. We got to share a few stories and laughs and uh, overall have a very good time. Had a great couple of conversations with my grandma and really enjoyed the weekend. I just didn't enjoy the driving because, of course, on the way home, we also got into what? More storms. Storms. Um, so well, we saw like four rainbows on the way home we did we sunday saw, so that was pretty we saw magical lots of storms yes and there we, were tornadoes and all sorts of good stuff so we might have to do another show if you want to be a guest again we have to talk about goods and travels oh my gosh that would be <laughs> oh yeah that would yeah, be that, a bad show that'll just be a, a show completely dedicated to the horrors of traveling with the goodsons yes uh it'll make you question your faith and your choice in family members, and whether or not you ever have any fun. And I don't know about Fords. It never made me question Fords, but pretty much every, it pretty much makes me question all of my life's decisions when we travel. Um, but we do it anyway. And then tonight we had another photo shoot, which we've been anticipating for a month. A very good friend of ours. And I think we can actually use her real name because she has a, a page on Facebook, which I'm sure she would love for us to share. Julie Lee Photography. She is a dear friend of ours and really her entire family shows up to the shoot to help shoot. And they do such an amazing job. Um, and it makes, oh, and there's one of our pictures. That's awesome. Um, it makes a huge difference of your choice of photographer if you know your photographer, and they know you. We had a wonderful time hanging out with the Lees. We always do anyway. They're wonderful people. Uh, and even, I almost said even more talented photographers, but they're not more talented photographers than they are wonderful people. I guess we would say they're equally wonderful photographers as they are wonderful people. But can't wait to see those pictures. We got to play around with... <laughs> Musical instruments, uh, basketballs, my Mustang, uh, lots of wardrobe changes, lots of really fun pictures, and just had a great time. Um, one thing that we were missing, so we did get to take one Ford to the photo shoot, but 
one of the things we really wanted to take was my mistress Isabella to the photo shoot. That's my 1956 Ford F100 pickup. Um, she's having trouble. I guess we'll discuss that in the Ford section, but she did not make it to the photo shoot. She's also having gas issues. Well, yeah, she she's <laughs> actually the one who has gas issues, but yeah, we, we can talk about it's those big hips, you know, those old trucks have those big hips and they're yeah. just prone to gas issues, I guess. But, um, any other thing we want to talk about family? How's your family? We know how, uh, the Ortizes are, which was such a relief. I think everybody else is good. My parents are under the weather right now, but other than that, um, uh, there's sickness going around the school. School's just started, speaking of family. Sweet. School's just started, um, and there's already sickness going around. And so I'm, I'm very glad that I'm not working this year. This is a, a new development, and um, I'm gl very glad that I'm not working so that if my kids are sick, I'm pretty flexible for that. Um. Yeah, that's all I got for family. Okay. I, oh, well, I want to say, though, that when we were talking about this earlier, so we had this family photo shoot tonight, and we just got to be with our kids. And our, mm. our yeah, This boys, is the most we've spent with our family other than driving in the car this mm -hmm. weekend, which isn't very fun. No, but um, so we've got a high schooler, a middle schooler, and then a fifth grader at the intermediate school. But it's... You know, our boys are our older two and they are busy and they, I mean, tonight they didn't get home until six and the photo shoot was at 6.15 because of different things after school and sports and everything else. And um, it was just fun to be together. Um, and we were just playing out in this field, taking pictures. We were all dressed up and we're, you know, it was just fun and silly and goofy. And, and we were... Again, going back to your choice of photographer, um, Julie and her family are very good at kind of pulling your personality out and capturing that in photo. So when our kids are being ridiculous and making funny faces and fighting and doing all the stuff that kids do at that age, she's just back there taking pictures. She's not mm -hmm. saying, you two, stop that. Get over here. Look at me. Here's the squeaky ducky. I mean, it's just... She never the, wants. This is what these people are like, and I'm taking their pictures, which I, I think is pretty cool and refreshing and um, makes, uh, if you go to her page, she's like I said, she's on Facebook. It's Julie Lee Photography, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you can kind of see the, the, the pictures that she's posted out there. We know the majority of those people and those kids, and she's pretty much captured their personalities very well, and I, I can't wait to see what she's done for us. All right, we're going to take another quick break and move on to our next section. We are back, and I've got the best guests you could even have on a podcast, which is my beautiful wife, Michelle Goodson, and we are now to the third F, I believe, which is fun. Um, I'll start, and then you can talk about your fun, because we have separate fun. We don't do fun together, really. <laughs> I have my fun. She has her fun, and then 
we bore together i yes. think is kind of what we drive we drive a lot we, we ride around in cars together yeah uh so for this week the really the only fun that i've had is podcasting um other than the time i've spent with my family but um just from a personal I'm sitting right here you don't have to tell everybody crap. that fun. you have fun crap with the i family. totally have fun with my family they're not horrible people at all no um the first, the first episode of this podcast actually seems to be going okay. It looks like we had a few little technical glitches and things to worry about, but nothing major. Uh, really kind of like this platform. Um, I think it works pretty well, and I think it's easy to work with, which is nice. I don't have to do a lot of work. When I first started doing podcasts, I either did it on my portable recording stuff or on my desktop and then I would go back and edit it and break it up into segments and spend three times as long working on it than I actually did talking where this this platform seems to just be a lot easier and and more automatic um, and that's the anchor.fm app uh, that's also worked pretty well I have not tried it with the phone yet we need to try to do that sometime maybe you can go to another room in the house and call me from your phone and then we'll do a recording on my phone and we'll pretend like we're not in the same house. That would be fun. Or uh, I could be at a meeting for a kid and you could be at a meeting for a kid and we could still podcast. Oh yeah. That would That's be great. realistic. We, that seems like what we probably will do. You'll be at a football game. I'll be at a swim meet or whatever it is <laughs> we got going on that day. Uh, but anyway, I think this seems to be working out pretty well. But um, one of the things that kind of got me inspired to do this again was I rediscovered my very favorite, our very favorite podcast. Actually, Michelle actually introduced it to me uh, 10 years ago. I mean, that's when we kind of started listening to it, it was 07, right mm -hmm. after it first came out. And it was originally called Nobody's Listening. Um, it's a podcast put on by, I always want to say Sam Kennison, but that's a different person, uh, James Kennison. Um, and it used to be called Nobody's Listening. Now, if you want to listen to it, it's called That Story Show. And he's also still podcasting. I think he's into like the 200th episode, like 240s, 250s, something like that um, in his episode count. So I've started going back and listening from episode one. I think I'm in episode 59 or 60 now. And that one is a basically, a, well, they, they kind of tagged it one time with it's two half brothers telling the whole story. So a lot of times it's, it's him and his brother or his sisters or somebody. And they're telling a lot of their childhood stories or they'll have, they have all sorts of great funny, stories. Real life it's stories. super funny. Some of it's kind of not. It is funny, but it would not have been funny when it happened, like when James cut David's fingers off with a hatchet or with an axe. Spoiler. Yeah, spoiler alert. But anyway, if you like my podcast and you think stuff should be funny, that you'll go listen to that, and then you'll probably quit listening to this because he's a lot funnier than I am. Um, and there, they have some great stories, some great guests and it, we, I started listening to it and it got me thinking that 
I should really start doing this again. So that's my fun. I think we both agreed that laying around in a hotel till nine or nine thirty every day was kind of fun too. We don't, I'm usually on a Saturday wide awake, eyes open at six o'clock in the morning, cannot go back to bed or to sleep. So I just get out of bed and do stuff. So that was really nice and refreshing. Um, what about you? Um, well, so this is not fun, but earlier in the summer, two of our kids had their bikes stolen. So, um, this is what we do for fun. We have things stolen. There's more stories there too. Yeah. Um, so my dad is very internet savvy, very, um, the internet is his hobby, I guess. And he loves auctions. He and I both have been doing eBay since before every home in America had computers on them. In them. And um, when I was in college, I spent many, many hours on eBay finding just the weirdest, craziest deal you could find on stuff. And my dad sells stuff on eBay and he buys stuff on eBay. And he has found a couple of other auction sites and we don't live too far from headquarters for a major U.S. retailer. And my dad found some auctions that had bicycles on them. And so he called me and I got on the website and we were comparing bikes and looking at bikes and trying to figure out which ones the kids would like. And, and these were, you know, $150 bikes, $200 bikes. And we ended up getting um, three bikes for $130. Uh, which was fantastic. One of our kids didn't really need a new bike, but his bike that he has that didn't get stolen, probably didn't get stolen because it was a hand-me-down and it's kind of old. And um, and so anyway, we ended up getting three pretty much brand new bikes. They have some wear and tear on just being chunked around a warehouse and stuff. Um, and one of them we still have to finish putting all the way together because it was in a box. Um, but Anyway, so that was pretty exciting. But my fun, this was kind of funny, is that we were so excited about the bikes. And um, I was laughing the day the auction closed on the two of them because uh, my daughter had had a cruiser style, which is kind of the thing now for little girls to have cruiser bikes. And I really wanted to get her a new cruiser bike again. And we got, we got it for a really good deal. And it is a cruiser bike. But the last 10 minutes of the auction, I just kept hitting the refresh button hmm. on my <laughs> website and I was all stressed and I had so much anxiety because we were going to lose it the last 30 seconds and we wouldn't <laughs> have time to bid again. You know how internet bidding goes, um, but we got it. So that was good. Um, we were super excited about the bikes. My dad actually delivered them. He lives about 65 miles away and he delivered them the day he went and picked them up from the warehouse where he got them. And um, well, he called tonight and said, so I want to hear all about the bikes. How are the kids liking the bikes? And I felt so deflated because we haven't had time for fun like bike rides because we were out of town all weekend. Like we just said earlier, um, traveled of a long ways away to go spend time with my husband's family. And then um, last night, such as the season of our lives that we had a boy scouts and, um, band booster meetings and that kind of stuff so i told my dad well we didn't have time to test out the bikes because we were out of town remember excuse me and then we had band boosters and boy scouts last night and my dad just laughed and he said oh i remember those fun days and uh, mm, yeah but, that's fun well mm. and i my sister and i are very different and, and in some ways i'm an only child 
And so when it came to like, you know, we were split up last night. Well, actually, I guess both of those were for the same kid, but we've got three kids. So we get pulled in different directions all the time, which I do try to live in the moment and have fun for it because I know that in the grand scheme of things, it's a short period of our life, but I know that you get overwhelmed and you can't see past the chaos on the calendar by Friday. And it's not as much fun for you as it is for me. It's really not as much fun for me because I don't get to see my people very often at all. And I think that's one of the things that stresses me out about that is I get to observe my people, but I don't like tonight was wonderful because I got to touch my people and hang on to my people and hug on them and interact with them. Whereas most of the stuff we do is like going and watching them do stuff or going and talking to other people about our kids doing stuff. And it's, it's like time, even if we're with our family, it's like time away from our family because we're not all together. And I, that's, I know that's part of it. And I'm, I'm trying to learn to cope with that and enjoy it, but I, I don't know. That, that might just not be something that I'm just ever super excited about, but it's okay. I like to watch our kids do things and, and I like to watch them have success and do, and do lots of cool stuff and get to do things we didn't get to do. But sometimes I just want to sit in my house and binge watch the office and not worry about anything. So yeah, our crazy schedule right now is part of your fun and somewhat part of my fun. Um, Oh, and one of the things I don't know that I've mentioned yet was my, I had a little bit of fun right before last week and didn't really get to talk about it, but we have a property that I really like to go visit and hack on trees with axes and saws and put cameras up to watch deer and hopefully someday actually get to go deer hunting and camping out there, but working on trying to get it cleared up enough to do that all right well that's about enough of that fun stuff anything else we got going on that's fun we do have a camping trip coming up this weekend but i don't want to talk about that until we've actually done it to see if we have fun to talk about i'm sure we will i'm sure we will too we're going to hang out with some very awesome people all weekend so it'll be fun all right quick break And then we will come back to talk about my gas problem. Yes. (laughs) This is the Bad Dad Show. All right, we're back. And this discussion might be kind of short because there's not a whole lot going on in the Ford department right now. Um, Except for when your wife saves you. Except for when my wife saves me. So... Um, as I mentioned earlier, I have a 1956 Ford F100 pickup truck that's, um, we're working the bugs out. So it took me about, was it three years to get this thing from a big pile of puzzle pieces to a running driving vehicle, maybe two years. And, uh, the last two times I have ventured out of the house in this vehicle, I have ended up on the side of the road and had to be towed. So by your wife, by my wife, and that has its own set right. of advantages and disadvantages. Test your marriage. 
Oh, yeah. By towing your spouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, when the only method of being able to communicate with each other is yelling between two cars, it is kind of stressful anyway. But, like I said earlier, we were supposed to have uh, Isabella, which is my pickup truck's name. She was supposed to be part of this photo shoot that we went to tonight. And I've been having a little bit of trouble uh, like I said, you had to tow me about two or three weeks ago, and I brought it home, worked on it, had it back running. It was, I'm telling you what, when I left the garage yesterday, she was purring like exactly the way you would want it to. It would turn the key, and you don't even hear the starter make a noise. It's just, and then it was just beautiful. So I decided to give it a short test drive and take the cardboard to the recycling place and take the long way home. So left here, went to the cardboard place, got rid of the cardboard, turned around, got about three quarters of a mile and like maybe a quarter of a mile from the house. Mm-hmm. and started going up a hill and it was just it went from smooth kitty cat purr to a and then she just died on me so i think i have gas trouble of course you've been married to me for 17 years you've always, i can verify that you have gas trouble you have always probably thought that i have gas trouble yes but I have gunk in my gas and I knew that it, that my gas tank was old and that it had stuff in it, but I figured I'd had enough filters in my fuel system to keep it clean and, and to keep everything running. But it appears that I do not. So, um, for a second time yesterday, I took my gas tank apart and tried to, clean out enough gunk to get it running again but it i don't think it's gonna work so i don't know if i need a new gas tank consider doing something ridiculous like putting a beer keg in the back of the truck and making that my gas tank i've seen that done it kind of it's kind of cool to do a beer keg gas tank what do you think that's a little weird weird yeah is it legal I don't know. It seems like well, yeah, it's you, know, you can't. It'll hold. It's made to hold liquids. I know, but you can't drink and drive, and so it seems like a keg would be kind of, I don't know, weird. I mean, it doesn't. I know it has gas in it, not beer, but it's still to me. I, it just I can tell weird. you, it would not be the first time somebody's used a, a beer keg for a gas tank. It's not my. It's not my original idea. Um, so that would be kind of cool, I guess. But I'd really like for just my gas tank to work. Right. So. I guess I've got some more work to do on that, but uh, once I get that done, I think she's going to be reliable enough to go on drives that are longer than a mile and a half or yeah. two. I'm hoping. You can't, you can't go on any more long way homes because that's what keeps yeah. putting her under. Yeah, so anyway, the Ford section of this podcast is still going to be pretty short for a while because our... That's one of the things that drives me a little bit crazy about my familial schedule, which I acknowledge is a little bit possibly sort of selfish, is that all this time that I spend driving people to and from things 
cuts into my time of playing with my Fords. So I, we haven't done anything on your Mustang except for I have marked the fenders that I need to cut. I'm cutting cut fenders, cutting fenders in half to make take two destroyed fenders and make one good fender. Uh, actually, I've got four destroyed fenders to make two perfectly good fenders, and I've marked them. I've measured them. They're ready to get the plasma cutter out and go to town. And just like your floorboards, I'm just not man enough to do it yet. <laughs> just <laughs> maybe, maybe one Saturday, I'm going to send all you guys out of here, and I'm going to go drink half a bottle of whiskey <laughs> and get the plasma See cutter out. Yeah, I think that'd probably help. That'd probably look really cool. It'd be like, ooh, plasma flames in the fenders because daddy couldn't cut straight. But anyway, that's really all I've got to talk about. Uh, Other than last night, my wife towed me home in a Ford, pulling a Ford. That's, That's about all the Ford action we got. You got anything to say about Fords other than they're awesome and don't suck except for last night the acronym found on rogue dead was did true. actually apply <laughs> which i'm kind of ashamed of myself but my excuse is it's a 60 year old vehicle 62 year old vehicle and it's something that i built and i'm still working the bugs out and this is totally expected and i'm not at all disappointed in the fact that it's breaking down because i know what's the problem and it It's totally expected. Everything's fine. Everything's cool. Not at all panicking or upset about it. First conversation I've had with our oldest in like weeks that we weren't arguing. And I get a phone call that you are found on the road dead. (laughs) And I have to come get you. And I thought, are you kidding me? I'm actually spending time with my oldest kid and having a nice conversation. Well, you know. Wasn't meant to be. Bringing families together since... A long time ago. The best part is when the phone rings and I said, oh no, dad broke down. And I answered the phone and said, Where are how, you? Far, did how, you how get? far did you get? Yeah, right. And I'm and, like, hmm, I'm not in the mood for that right now. And our oldest, <laughs> our oldest just starts giggling and he goes, yeah, I'm leaving you on your own for that one, mom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, well, these things do happen, happen when you're testing and tuning. And I guess now... I've had to fix it twice, which means I'm going to have to really fix it. Yeah. Which either means putting a new one in or putting an alternative one in. And so I guess that might be something I have to look at. So maybe our listeners will have some input. Should I find somebody to clean this thing out for me? I guess I could have maybe a machine shop hot tank it for me. I wonder how much that would cost. Or replace it with a new one, or replace it with something completely ridiculous like a propane tank, or a, what did I say, a beer keg, or what's another cool container that would be interesting? A kiddie pool. (laughs) Just a big open kiddie pool full of gas in the bed of the truck. Um, yeah. I don't think so. Somebody throw their cigarette out their window and that would be bad. Oh, I guarantee you gasoline would destroy a kiddie pool in about 30 seconds. It would probably eat that plastic apart and just melt it. Get a couple of milk churning. Like what we got on the front porch. Milk tank. 
<gasps> a milk tank. Oh, That'd be yeah. kind of interesting. Anyway, if you guys have any suggestions, you can download the anchor.fm app and send me a voice message and we'll play it and we'll all decide if that's a good idea. Or you can leave me a message on my Facebook page or you can completely ignore this and it won't matter anyway because I'll probably just end up doing whatever I want. So I might just put a trash bag full of gasoline in the back of the truck and drive around. <laughs> that one, safe. one thing, if I had enough time today, I had decided I was going to go to the parts store and buy some more gas line and just run the gas line back to a stinking red five gallon gas can just to get this thing running and get it over there and take pictures with it. But we did not have that kind of time today because one of the other fun things I did, which we don't really talk about work on this podcast much was I spent all day preparing for a board of directors meetings. So I didn't really have time to play today. You actually had to work at work. I did. I did. Some people say that what I do is not work. And most of the time I would, Probably not disagree with them, but today I worked. Actually, yesterday I worked, too. I came by and saw you yesterday with my new and, friend. And, and what was I doing? You were working. I was working. You were very busy. Yeah. So anyway, that's it for the Bad Dad show today. Thank you, my lovely, beautiful wife, Michelle Goodson, for coming in and talking to me. I hope that you'll do it some more because we got some fun stories to share. <laughs> If people want to hear our stories. Oh, I think once they start hearing about the Goodson Travel Curse, they'll want to talk. They'll that could be hear. its own. You know, some friends of ours here in town have started a travel podcast about their fun adventures. We could totally do, like, the this is how the Goodsons do adventures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> our very first family vacation, our Bahamas trip, our last trip, Turner's trip. Yep. Um, I mean, Harry's trip. Uh, and yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week.